Hey everybody, Con here, and welcome back to the fourth episode of Two 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 Cast. We've got some big things to talk about today. I'm joined by Liam. Stop to be on here again, and uh, let's get into these topics. All right, so uh, we're going to start off with a couple of segments uh, for the NFL. We did our predictions last episode, and we have something that will we have something that we disagreed on and that was the chargers and the Raiders. We both had them uh, on opposite sides getting the six seed, but right now they are both three and three. So we're going to get into a segment called who you got. And basically we're going to be discussing who we want to win a game in general, or in this case, it'll be who we think will do better from this point onward. And I'm going to start us off and say that I think that the chargers will do better. Personally, they have, very few true holes, uh, a solid offense. And if Herbert can lead the offense with Tyson Archer leading the defense, I think that they'll easily uh, outplay the Raiders and get the wild card berth. Uh, what about you? Yes, this is interesting because we both disagreed at the start of the season. I had the Chargers. You had the Raiders taking the sixth seed and making the playoffs. And now you have the Chargers instead of the Raiders. But for me, I got the Raiders. When they played the Chargers, they blew them out. And though the Chargers are the Steelers' only loss, so they have beaten a good team, um, the Raiders have also beaten a lot of good teams, but some bad teams like the Lions, but they've won blowouts. And the thing with the Chargers is they've lost a lot of blowout games, and one True. of them being to the Raiders and also Kansas City. So um, I think because of that, I don't think they can contend. They just lose too easily. And the Raiders... Um, I don't think they're on Kansas City level, but they've been quite impressive. And um, their additions are sort of working out, even though um, Eli Jones, who they signed this offseason, is a little unhappy with his $40 million contract for one right. year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I got, I got the Raiders making the playoffs, or at least being better than sure that's, Los Angeles. That's definitely a fair fair uh, point. Um, so... Basically, what you'll see is you'll see these ones probably every episode. We'll do two teams, maybe two players. Uh, NCAA, NFL, does not matter which one we do. We will choose uh, beforehand. And, yeah, so let's move on to our second discussion. And we are going to talk about some of the possible coaching candidates for the Miami Dolphins once Corn inevitably gets fired. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Corn. Uh, Corn Corn has definitely done something interesting. He he's completely screwed the team in the past five seasons. Yeah, it's not good. He has. I don't think he has. I think he has one season above seven and nine, and that's eight and eight. So he has one season that is not a losing record, and it's not even a winning record. So, I mean, I think that I have a couple of candidates that I think that will definitely outperform Corn in his rebuild and also in his you know, in, in his time in general. So would you like to kick us off with yours? Oh, sure. Of course. Uh, I got coach Thornburg. Um, he has a lot of NCAA experience with multiple teams like Georgia and most notably Notre Dame. And uh, he's familiar with uh, a lot of NFL talent, whether it's his own players or some of the players he's coached that have got into the league. For example, Prince Jordan, who was drafted in the first round, who played at Notre Dame selected by the Patriots, and now he's one of the best tight ends in the NFL. So right. I think because of that, Thornburg can translate his success from that onto the pro level in the NFL. 
Right. Well, I, uh, I'm going with an oldie and I think that this coach, if he were to choose to come back, he would be an instant, an instant improvement. And I've got coach James. He uh, led the Steelers to a Super Bowl. He has constantly shown that he is good at building teams. He built the Steelers. The Steelers are awful at the beginning of Madden 21. So I think that, I think that that definitely has a factor. And if he can just do what he does and, not collapse under pressure. I think that'll be a great fit for the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I think he'd be pretty great. I think he could make them from one of the worst teams to possibly competitive, at least in the AFC East. Right. So do you want to lead us on to our next segment? Uh, all right. This one isn't really a segment, but it's just a discussion that I wanted to have. Uh, we have uh, a team two teams that are undefeated right now. We have the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Now, I was going to do this for the uh, defeated, the teams that have not won yet, the winless teams, but we all, we all know that the, the Colts will more than likely have a win before the Dolphins, so that's nothing to worry about. The Chiefs and the Cowboys, though, these two teams are amazing, absolutely amazing. The Cowboys on one side have the MVP frontrunner, Russell Wilson, with 18 touchdowns, three interceptions, and the Chiefs... The Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. You can never bet against Mahomes. So I want to hear your thoughts. Um, well, my thoughts are both are going to be um, make some deep playoff runs, be some great teams. I think the Dallas Cowboys will stay undefeated longer. Russell Wilson, Good. he's still got it. I mean, he, he hadn't played four years in the NFL until last year. One comeback player of the year, put up some crazy numbers. And he's really done the same thing in Dallas. They have the fourth-ranked defense in scoring and the second-ranked offense in scoring this season. The New York Giants are right behind them, but they were able to beat the Giants, who are also Super Bowl. So I think that's a really proving win for how good they are, and I think they're going to be undefeated for longer. I do agree with you on that one. There's, you just can't. Russell Wilson right now, he's insane. He's Mr. Unlimited. He's back, you know. Probably even a couple of years past his prime in most people's eyes, but he's still doing it. And I think that that's one of the main reasons he's I think that's the main reason that he's he's going to lead the the Cowboys to the longest undefeated run uh, that this league has seen in a while. And I mean, the, there's nothing really to talk about. Like, it, it's just his he's so electric this year and it's it's hard to say anyone else will do better. So. <laughs> Before we uh, before we move on to some news, we have to uh, talk about some things, and one of these things is my prediction, which is one of the coldest coldest takes I've ever made, and that was having the Broncos take the number one seed in the AFC, and I was so horribly wrong. Uh, you know, Vic had a great roster, but I think the sim fucked him over, and I think that maybe his his playbooks might have screwed him over a little bit. Yeah, that that's one of that's one of the teams that I was very very wrong about. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Well, I'm, I'm sure uh, we all had the Broncos doing good, and we're all disappointed. I think it's because well, the defense has showed out. I mean, when you look at their feature game against the Browns, the front seven was all over Malik Smith, the young quarterback. I just think I we need to see more from Marquise Davidson, their second year quarterback. I think he needs to take the next step if they're going to compete with. Patrick Mahomes is one of the most prized quarterbacks in this league and he's been doing it for so long. 
who has a Super Bowl right. under his belt, too, in fact. I just think he needs to right. take the next step, and I don't think he's ready for that yet, which is why we're all disappointed by Denver. And uh, one of the teams that I was disappointed by is Tampa Bay. Very disappointing. They're at the bottom of their division currently, and mainly because of their defense. It's 31st ranked in scoring in the league. And uh, their quarterback, who I had breaking out, Todd Fulger, he's been really bad. He's been disappointing. And one, you don't have great offense, don't have great defense, you're not going to win games. And Tampa Bay has been horrible. And they've had some they've had some trouble and some, like, fights with their star receiver. Right. Which I'm sure we're going to get into later. But uh, Tampa Bay's us right now. Yeah, and you know what? They just recently picked up Yeshua Sanders. So who knows? Maybe maybe their their problems might might be no. Who am I kidding? They 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 won't win more than five games this year, unfortunately. Well, the defense at least is getting better. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's always good. Um so Where were you right with your predictions? Where was I right? I was right with the Steelers. So far they're in the head of the division. Uh, I was right about the Cowboys, except I was like flipped the Cowboys and the Giants. I was right about that. Um, I was right about the Patriots. I was not right about the Jets. I had the Jets going awful this year. They were doing good. I was god awful wrong about the Colts. I had them winning their division. They're the worst team in the league right now, besides the Dolphins. Um, what else? Uh, I was wrong about the Bears. Kind of. I had the I had the Bears winning the division by a long shot and winning the two seed. Does not look like that right now. It looks like the 49ers and the Cowboys are running away with it. Right. So yeah, well, I, I mean I was I was pretty pretty miss. <laughs> oh well. Well you did make a good pick with the Steelers. I didn't have them doing too good. And from the other side of the AFC North, um I expected the Bengals to be a sleeper, which they are, and be pretty decent. Exceeded expectations. Four and two, Joe Burrow um, is on a revenge year, and right. they're near the top of the NFC, the AFC North. I agree, and uh, it should be interesting them the Steelers. But a team that I really hit big on was the Jaguars. Exactly what I was telling everyone: they're going to be good, and they are. Yeah. Baker Mayfield has just been putting up insane numbers this year, and they're a really solid team. And I think. Baker is going to lead them to the promised land, a great veteran quarterback, and they're 4-2 and two right now at the top of the division. So, got to love the Jags. Right. So, uh, as we move on, there's a few things we want to talk about, and that is player page drama. And I'm going to read off to you the, the names of each player page that has had uh, either a trade rumor, wanted out, has been traded, or has gotten into some sort of trade rumor. So Javon Fields obviously um, has been has has been wanting out of the Buccaneers for a stupid reason, a player model. Mike Evans is solid. Um, so we thre- so he, he I'm pretty yeah, sure he retired. I'm not entirely sure the whole situation on that one. Um, Shakira Parker was rumored to request a trade if his team continued playing like playing bad. Uh, apparent- same with DK Metcalf. He's uh, fed up with the Dolphins, and he hates losing. He requested a trade to the Browns or the Chiefs. Uh, Dak Walker was traded from the Lions to the Kansas City Chiefs for two third-round picks. Uh, Spencer James was traded to the Raiders in an absolute and an absolute blockbuster. That I mean, 
as a Bills coach, they I absolutely robbed them. That's no bias. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chris Godwin got traded, or they're discussing a trade. Interesting. Uh, there's there's more, man. Julius Graham, cornerback for Miami, has been traded to the Chiefs. Uh, eight, Seahawks 85 overall wide receiver TJC has been traded to the Broncos in a massive trade. Yeshua Sanders has been traded to the Tampa Beer Buccaneers in a massive trade. There's just so much, so much drama going on just today. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Well, if I had to give you some insight on it, not a lot of player pages are going to want to play in Detroit, and especially not in Miami. Right. Julius Graham. Right. I mean, he went to a contender. The Chiefs are. Right at the top of the league, and, undefeated. And he's a so they made a power move by getting the Pro Bowl. He's corner. a Pro Bowler. He got him for an old cornerback and a first round pick. That I would take that trade any day. I would add a, another first round pick for that user. And Walker. Walker. Dak Walker for the Lions. Hey, like the worst I've, quarterback I've ever seen. Hey man, listen, listen. Takes a couple years behind Mahomes. Mahomes retires in what three years? I think Dak Walker stays. I think he learns. You know. Uh, I think he's lucky to have a job. Like, I don't think that he'll have a better chance and a better opportunity to start again, rather than just backing up, backing up Mahomes and learning and taking over the job once. once yeah, I, I think he should be excited to go to Kansas City and uh, eventually play for a great coach, Coach Brandon, and uh, really one the the best team, possibly the best team in this league. Yeah. So, uh, as we we you just mentioned the Dolphins, and I want to say they have an absolute trade bug. Uh, I believe they've traded, uh, made three or four trades, and I just wanted to say that because I mean, there he Corn is completely get emptying the roster and flushing it out for first round picks, so that the next user, the next coach, will have the opportunity to do a full rebuild. I don't agree with this, especially because you know they might want to make better trades. He's been fleeced a couple of times. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I just think that they could do better. Like, I don't know. Anyways, let's move on to the NCAA. Uh, we've got some news. We've got Heisman candidates to go over. Um, so let's do that. You've got uh, Gunnar Stahl out of UCS. He's leading the race. I'm pretty sure. And Thornburg, Thornburg running back out of Ole Miss. We, we just discussed he's, he makes great players. Um, this running back has been a beast for four years now under Ben. He's the main reason that they were a top team last year. Gunnar Stahl uh, out of FSU. He's been doing amazing. He's the reason that FSU is as high as they are. Bush Jr. is carrying ASU on their back. Uh, and Fuller. Fuller's doing solid for Miami as well. What do you think? Uh, well, I actually have my prediction right here. The clear cut front runner for me is Gunnar Stahl like you said he's really the reason why FSU has had this much success he won the player of the week in week two and week five um one of the top teams in the nation top offenses in the nation and um he's under a great coach and coach Diggs and uh, I expect him to win the Heisman right uh I personally got Thornburg I've been a massive fan of him throughout his college career uh he's better than it's better than uh the other Thornburg in the NFL, I think by far a better prospect, a better player in general. Um, I've got him being a Saquon Barkley type of player, you know, being amazing in college, having a high draft pick. And I have him winning the Heisman Trophy because, I mean, 
Ole Miss would be nothing without him. Eli Jones is young. He's unproven. You know, I just think that Thornburg is is the true number one guy. My number two is LJ Bennon, wide receiver out of Bama. He's carrying Bama as well. I mean, interesting. I mean, interesting. they they picked up a ninety nine overall quarterback. He's not even in the Heisman race. It's all Bennon. It's all LJ Bennon. And I think that I think that that is my number two. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about that. Uh, if we move on, we got a new segment, Buy or Sell. This is the same as the last one, uh, but it's team-based, and it's also going to be NCAA and NFL. So so we can get into that. Uh, this week, this or this podcast episode, we got FSU or UCS. We got both of them. Um, do you want to start us off with this, FSU? Yeah, for sure. Well, I express my love for Gunnar Stahl, my Heisman prediction. So FSU for me is a buy. I like them as national championship favorites. Uh, they have the best college, best quarterback in college football, I believe. And uh, they really have everything you want in a team. And Stahl is really just executing everything at the quarterback right. position. And uh, I think Coach Diggs can right. lead them there. Okay, that's interesting. I'm selling on them. I, I don't I don't have any trust in them. I, I think that Diggs is, is a pretender. I don't think that is he's that great of a coach. I think that Ooh. I think that in the playoffs when you face off against a coach like Ben Sanders, you know, I think that I think yeah. that you're gonna lose those games nine times out of ten. Even Parker, like Parker's an amazing coach as well, so you're gonna lose those games nine times out of ten. Uh, as far as UCS, I'll just move us on. Uh, I'm not I'm not buying it either. I just don't think that they're that great of a team. I think that they're young. I I just don't have it. They have one player in their player in the Heisman Heisman race is a contender, not a final, not a front runner. He's uh he's number eight on the list. Uh, Watton D line. He's a uh, he's a D lineman. Yeah, a D lineman will not win you games. Anthony Khan proved that time and time again. So I I'm just selling. I I can't I can't buy that. Yeah. And uh, I a hundred percent agree with you with USC USC. Um, I just don't think they've got the the best some of the best players in this league, and I don't think they'll win you the big games. Bobby Wooden, their best player this season, is a defensive <laughs> lineman, and obviously he hasn't even been like you said among the front runners for Heisman even just a contender. So uh, I think a defensive lineman, just like Anthony Khan, the NCAA, won't win you. A lot of the big games, especially when you go against those stacked teams like Ole Miss or FSU, teams like that, they're going to run into one of them eventually, and I don't think they'll come out on top. Yeah. So uh, before we end this episode, it was a lot shorter than last time by about 10 minutes. Um, I want to advertise one of the leagues that has just started, and that is UFC. It's ran by Matthew of uh, the NFL, uh, also Tampa Bay. He's known as Tampa Bay. Um, you know, it's actually a pretty solid league. It's, I'm not sure if it's his first time running the league, but it's, it's very, uh, very well ran for the first time. If you guys want to join, I'm sure that there's room. Um, if not, then I guess you could get in a weight line, but yeah, I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew about this league. It's pretty solid. So, uh, yeah. Do you have anything to add? Uh, well, yeah, that the UFC, uh, you know, a lot of, Owners in two to two were interested in it. Um, Caleb Khan just knocked out Jamal Jones to advance 
to the play heavyweight champion Roger 222. So that should be exciting if you want to go check that out uh, on his page. It's at 222.ufc. So you should definitely yeah. consider looking into 222.ufc. If, if you watch that fight, that, that's got to be racism, right? <laughs> Dude, no, I don't know. It's man. Black History Month and you just got absolutely rocked. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think that about wraps up this episode. We didn't get as much as much, yeah. you know, deep discussion in today, but I think that it was solid all around, and um, I think that definitely will will work on something. Maybe maybe for a t- Monday, Tuesday, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, thanks for being here, Liam. Uh, thank course. you for having me. Um, yeah. So so for host guys, I think that for now it's like. I think that having Liam on is pretty solid, but I I also want to try and get Gerald on. Uh, he's pretty funny and he he has a good opinion on stuff. So so maybe maybe we'll get them both on the next episode and we'll we'll do something like that. Uh, but yeah, guys, I think that that's where we wrap it up. So uh, I hope you guys have a good night and yeah, that's it.